Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Harperville. It would be a little weird. Harperville sounds like uh, a town off of a like uh, old... TV series. Yeah. You, if you told me the Cleavers lived in Harperville, right? I would, I would buy into that. Yeah, you should know where Harperville is too. Harperville is in is it in Webster County. It's in Scott County. It is Scott just County. north of Forest. Well, I can, I, I can probably guess that because you said you should know where it yeah. is. So I just guessed it. Yeah, yeah. North of Forest, huh? Yeah. Up on 30, well, my, 35. Wife, would, my wife would know exactly where that that's is. That's where I, I, I knew you had the, I the I don't know where Harperville is. Oh, there you go. It's, it's just up 35 from Forest. Okay. Between Forest and Walnut Grove. I know exactly where that is. There you go. Yep, because um, actually my wedding rehearsal was catered by the Walnut Grove Fish House. Oh. Yep. They're good, too. We need to find out what brand of uh, fish that is. We do need to find. We out. might need to I've, make a return. I've been there to eat too. Nice we place. To, we need to make a. Might need to make a return. Yes. Wherever you are, we need. We just you're, you're, if you're listening to this, yeah. oh, there's going to be another one. Let's go ahead and. Let oh you, yeah. Just go ahead and let you know. If we have to do it on our own. Oh, we but we don't. That's the beauty of it. We don't have to do it on our own. Uh, wherever you live in our great state, you can have Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be delivered right to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machine's on the counter at your house, they got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. A bulldog a, uh, initiative business. Can we do a steakhouse tour of Mississippi and the surrounding states? I, mean, I want to go do... Uh, <laughs> the surrounding states. Uh, let's go back to... Uh, does Texas count as a surrounding state? <laughs> Let's let's go back to uh, Jeff Ruby's Steakhouse in Nashville. Yeah, we, here we are, Thunder and Lightning. Here, I'll take the. Uh, going to, going I'll to, take the uh, the the cowboy ribeye, please. We'll get the do down to Dickie Brennan's down in New Orleans. It'll be great. <laughs> when we go to Media Days next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Here at Twin Forks. Yeah, here we go. Bring us the best bourbon that you have. Yeah. Set yeah. it on the table. So this is a 20-ounce Australian Wagyu ribeye <laughs> that I'm going to try for free, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Yeah. They, they'd see go. one tab, and they'd be like, you know what? We're not making any money on this deal. <laughs> so we could have somebody buy a whole cow, and we wouldn't have any money on that. <clears throat> oh, man. It'd be fun, though. It would be. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got it with the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. 
Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. Breakfast, not breakfast, lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Guys, for lunch, the best blue plate in the city, maybe in the States right there at Tyler. A lot of great choices for meat and vegetables and, of course, the best cornbread. And when I say it's the best, it's cornbread. I mean, I don't like cornbread, but I like Restaurant Tyler's cornbread. The sweet potato cornbread is, it's unique, it's awesome, and it's completely Restaurant Tyler. Check back, check out Starkville's best restaurant at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations to serve you through in the in the uh, Central Mississippi area. Find the relationship, find a bank near you that you can bank with locally. We talk all the time about eating locally and shopping locally, banking locally, banking within your community just as important. That way, when you're making decisions about your finances, you're talking to your friends, the people you know, the people you do business with. That's a big deal to me. I think it should be a big deal to you. So if you're in central Mississippi, go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the branch nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We had gone a little while without the Arnett-Falk rivalry being uh, heated up. But today at the press conference, uh, Robbie's first question, I felt like it irked uh, Zach Arnett to a certain degree. Uh, Robbie, why don't you sort of take us through what you asked? I don't think he really listened to it. I I, I, I think he may have misunderstood you, but I also think it irked him a little bit. I, I feel like he makes his, a decision on how he's going to answer something, like at the beginning of the question, and he doesn't really like listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I asked, you know, last year, and I specifically said, like I specifically mentioned Mike Leach. I said last year, you know, Mike Leach, one of his messages after the ball game was that y'all are playing y'all might be playing against the jersey, playing against the helmet of Alabama. Right. How do you battle against that? How do you teach against that? Mm-hmm. Because it's been a problem for Mississippi State. You and I argued about that last year. Every coach that's been here has dealt with it. Um, you know, the last fifteen years Mississippi State just has come on the field and basically lost to Alabama in the, you know, first quarter. So he said, Well I I never said that. And I said, no, no, I didn't say you. I said Mike Leach. Mike Leach mentioned this last year. Which, by the way, Jet Johnson mentioned it as well. People mm-hmm. talked about it after the game that they are intimidated by Alabama. And he said, basically, you know, that's that's not his message to the team. Um, and you know that I, I don't remember what else he said, but basically, just kind of dismissed it like it's not a big deal. But it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State has fought that battle with Alabama now since Nick Saban's been there. They won the first game in in 07, and since then, basically every single game has been a mismatch, and it goes beyond just the talent that they have on the field, which is already a big advantage that they have. State has not just not been competitive, mm-hmm. and they've had teams capable of being competitive, and they're, they've only played really two games maybe that have been – competitive in nature mm-hmm. that they actually had a chance to win since their first loss in 08. So, you know, I thought it was a – I thought it's something that should be talked about more, but, um, you know, I, I guess he just doesn't see it as a big deal or at least doesn't want want it to appear as a big deal. You made a good point there about, about the players too. The players recognize this as, as an issue as well. And one thing I find kind of interesting is if you go back a couple of decades, this was LSU. Yes. LSU was the team that Mississippi State couldn't be competitive with. They would lose by 30, 40 points every time. I know what happened a couple weeks ago, but 
the LSU series had been more, much more competitive over the last decade. Um, and Alabama was a team that year in, year out, State played tough with. Mm-hmm. You know, they would lose close games. They would, they would have games get away from them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but even Kroon beat Alabama. Twice. And, and, and was also in position to win a couple other ones. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. So it's interesting how it changes. And, of course, obviously a lot of that has to do, I think some of that has to do with Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. When those games that I'm talking about where State was not competitive with LSU, Nick Saban was at LSU. Now that he's at Alabama, State's not competitive with Alabama. I don't know what Mississippi State did to Nick Saban to earn his wrath like this, but for whatever reason, he, he just has the, 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 the key to, to not only beating Mississippi State on a year-in-year-out basis, but dominating them. We talked in the offseason about this game. I mean, we, we talked about it, like it's time to be competitive with Alabama. That was before we saw this team play. Mm-hmm. And we now that we've seen them play a couple games and you watch this defense and you're just like, eh. Now, Alabama has not been good offensively this year, but I feel like what ails them, Mississippi State's got the cure for it this weekend. So let's just go back and just ask that, that overriding question. Do you think Mississippi State can be competitive with Alabama this weekend? I don't have a lot of confidence in that because mm-hmm. – here, here are the two things. Alabama is one thing that they are good at is defense, mm-hmm. and Mississippi State going up against a defense that is extremely talented has not proven anything yet. They they went up against LSU, looked really bad. You know, South Carolina, quite frankly, bad on defense, mm-hmm. stink, yeah, terrible, yeah. And uh, last week, you know, State was able to expose some of the things that they're having in the secondary and things like that. I don't, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to do that this week. You know, Ole Miss could not throw the football as well as they wanted to against Alabama. They have some guys that can really cover back there. And can State get separation? That's kind of the big thing. State's going to have to be able to run the football, too. Any game that Mississippi State has had where they've been competitive against Alabama – they have been able to run the football at least to a degree that Alabama's got to respect it. Mm-hmm. And then they've been able to hit some passes as well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you go back to the, the closest they've come to beating Nick Saban since he turned Bama into what they are was 17. And that was the first time that State really was able to move the football, and they had some issues in the center of their defense at linebacker. That's the only time they've been able to do anything offensively. You know, they, they were good in the second half in 14, um, and they were able to run the football a little bit. Dak was able to hit some, some big pass plays, too. Mm-hmm. Your offense has got to be a little balanced. It's got, you got to be able to run the football, too, on them as well. So I don't know if State can do that. The offensive line has not been good so far, and you're going up against uh, – a defensive line that's loaded in four stars and five stars. Yeah, so it's going to have to be schemed up and executed really well offensively, and then defensively, this just feels like Bama's going to figure it out, don't it? I mean, I, that's the negativity in us, but it's also the reality in us. This is what happens every year. They they seem to play their best football against Mississippi State on offense, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the you know what what it is about Mississippi State, but they figure it out. They were putrid on offense in the first part of the season and started to show some glimpses against Ole Miss. I thought Ole Miss played pretty well on defense, but you saw the flashes from from Milrow, and I don't think that he's playing at an elite level, but he's an elite athlete, and that's that's a third or fourth week in a row that you're playing a quarterback that can – 
beat you with his legs and his arm. And that's got to be concerning coming in. Everything about Alabama is concerning. I mean, let's, yeah. let's just be honest. I mean, they, they, like you said, the talent is there. That's why you know I was pretty confident last week in my pick with them over Ole Miss. It's like we, we, we forget that we we did a blue chip index show, and we and that what eighty ninety one percent of their roster is four and five star kids. So if they ever figure it out, you know they're going to be dominant. Yeah, um, and they are still sort kind of figuring it out. Milrow, a mobile quarterback, has just bullied State these last two weekends. He's the best runner of this three. Of Day- of Daniels, Rattler, and Milrow, Milrow is the best runner. Just so, pure runner. Yeah, yeah, just pure runner. So, I mean, my guess is he'll he'll have some passing yardage, but I, I really see him busting up Mississippi State on on the ground. Let's go back to the, the, the Arnett thing, though. If nothing else, though, it feels uh, you have to take a little bit of, of positivity from the fact that Arnett clearly doesn't believe that his team is mentally beaten before they hit the field. And I think Leach did believe that. Yeah. It does seem like a genuine, like, he doesn't agree with that. It was, I, I, I think two things can be true. I think he did misunderstand you, but I think he was legitimately, angry is not the right word, but he was irked that we would think that. But I will say this. <clears throat> Offensively, I think it very much was in play the last few years that that he's been here defensively i think state has kind of brought their not maybe not their a game but they've brought consistency on the defensive side against alabama since arnett's been here last year i thought they were very good on the defensive side of the ball against Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they held them to single-digit yards rushing or something they, in the they second played, half. They played well enough defensively. I mean, yeah. it sounds weird when you lose 30-6. to six. They played well enough defensively to win that game. Yeah, they, I thought they played really well in that game. So maybe he's just he was just focused on that area, but there's no doubt that they were rattled last year, and they have been just about every year. But last year, you think back to that game, drop passes – missed assignments on offense, penalties. They were playing a little scared on the offensive side of the ball. And, again, you've had you had a head coach last year that mentioned it. You had a player, the, your leader of the defense, Jet Johnson, mentioned it after the game. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. This, this, this program has been intimidated by Alabama. And that's not uncommon. This is the best program in college football. There's a lot of teams that are intimidated by Alabama. That's not uncommon, but let's call it what it is. They have not played that game loose. They haven't come into that ball game except for that 2017 team, which I thought came in there and kind of brought the fight to Alabama. They just, I thought they kind of got rattled in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And Dan Mullen got rattled in the fourth quarter as well. So, I mean, it is what it is, but it's a, it's a true thing. I, I fully believe it. Mississippi State has not been the least talented SEC team that Alabama plays every year. Right. But other teams that have been less talented than MSU or as talented as MSU have performed better against Alabama than State has. Why is that? Yeah, we, we talked about that. We talked about that this summer, that you know, if you go through the last four or five years of Alabama – Everybody has either beaten them or had a game where they, they were competitive with them the whole game, except, except for, for Mississippi State. Vanderbilt, maybe. but 
Uh, yeah, they've only played. Like I don't know once. that Vanderbilt has played Alabama in the last. They five played years. them like either last year, or the year before they played them. I, I can look it up. But I think it was last year. They it was either last year or year before they played them at Bama. And it, I mean, it was. It was you, last year. Yeah, it, was it was what you it was thought. Fifty-five it would be. to three. Yeah, but that's but, but that's that's Vanderbilt. You don't right. want to be in the same conversation with them. But I, I'll, I'll bring it up. Last year, look at last year. Just just in the West, Arkansas scored twenty-six. Auburn scored twenty. Uh, Ole Miss scored 24, LSU scored 32, Auburn scored 27, and State scored 6. And Arkansas gave them a scare the year before, too. Arkansas, the uh, so the, the year before, Ole Miss scores 21, uh, Arkansas scored 35, lost by 7, mm-hmm. Auburn scored 22, uh, A&M scored 41 and beat, beat them, them, and yep. then State scored 9. Yeah. The year before that, 2020, uh, A&M scores 24, Ole Miss scores 48, uh, Auburn scores only 13, LSU scores 17. State, oh, Arkansas, they were better that year. Arkansas only got three state shut out. 2019, that's a good Alabama team. Uh, 2019, Ole Miss gets 31. AM gets 28. Arkansas only gets seven. State gets seven. LSU beats them and gets 46. Auburn beats them and gets 48. And, and that was get, a 19 team that Ole Miss, that was Matt Luke. Yeah. Uh, and that, I mean, that's the game where John Rice came out, had his coming out party, and ran ran for like 200 yards. Yeah. And then 18, which is the first year in this kind of streak that we're talking about, Ole Miss does get beat up bad. They lose. They only get seven. A and M gets 23. LSU gets shut out. State gets shut out. And Auburn scores 21. And who did I leave out? Arkansas. State, Arkansas had 31 in that game. And again, that was State had the best defensive game of just about anybody. That again, year. in that game, they played good enough defensively. And it was win. never in the game. It yeah. seemed like after the first half. And so you're like, well, it's happening multiple. It's happening to other teams in the same year. But in five years, every other team in the West has had a game where they put at least a, a little bit of a scare into Alabama. And that's not counting the games in the East. They lost to Tennessee last year and gave up 52 points. Uh, two years ago in the East, they gave up 24 points to uh, to Tennessee and 29 to Florida. They only a Florida team that finished six and seven only lost by two points to to Alabama. Yeah. Um, in 2020, in the COVID year, Missouri had 19, Georgia had 24, Tennessee had 17, and Florida put up 46 on them in the SEC championship game. In 2019, their two East games, 13 points to Tennessee, and who's the other East team in there? Where are you guys? Who am I missing? South Carolina had 23 points on them. And then 2018, uh, Tennessee had 21 points. And uh, who else did they play in the East? Where that was I? Will Muschamp yeah. of South Missouri Carolina. had 10. But then in the SEC Championship game, Georgia had 28 on them. Yeah. So these teams aren't invulnerable except when they play Mississippi State. Again, well, that, that's what I, that, and that's what I've been saying, too. Like th- These aren't the Alabama defenses right. that we saw in the early 2010s. Right. Uh, you know, 09 to 20. Right, right, right. About 2014, 15. Right. These aren't those defenses. Correct. These, these defenses are great. Don't get me wrong. They're they're really good defenses. Super talented, but they're not. But this isn't the. Yeah. This isn't the. You don't have those defenses much anymore. Yeah. You don't have defenses that are just going to, you know, hold teams to an average of six points a game, seven points a game. Yeah. That that just doesn't happen. Teams offenses have figured it out. You can score points now. It's time for State to score some points. So like it's Alabama. It's let's, let's go back to last year. All right, so Arkansas has 26, A&M has 20, LSU has 32, Ole Miss has 24, and Auburn has 27. State has 26 in the last five years. Yeah. It's, it's a Mississippi State thing. Am I doing it's the a, math on that right? Six plus nine is 15, plus seven is 22. 
22 points in the last five years against Alabama. Everybody last year in the West had more than 20. Yeah. 20 or more points. So you can't tell me, no, it's not a, we're not scared of, yes, that has been a problem. Coming out on the field against Alabama and looking across the field Mm -hmm. and being nervous, pressing, call it whatever you want to. If you say it's scared, I don't, I don't know if they're scared, but they're intimidated in some form or fashion or they're pressing. And that is an issue. You're, you don't play like this consistently against anybody else in this league. You've gone, you've competed with LSU, who has arguably had as good a defense at some point in the last six years mm-hmm. as Alabama and at some point. They've had defenses that are good enough. Mm-hmm. You've competed with them and scored points against them. Why can't you do that with Alabama? That, that's a, everybody has that team that's just got them. Yeah. And for Mississippi State, it's Alabama. Yeah. And, and LSU to a certain extent, but State has beaten LSU twice in the last, in the last, last seven years. Seven. Yeah. So this is a problem. This is a team that they just, it's a bugaboo and they can't get away from it. Yeah. Interesting to see how this team looks mentally. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing you, you go back, <clears throat> you talked about that 2017 game. Remember the pregame of that? Jeffrey Simmons walking through the Alabama side of the field with the chain. Yeah. He was he was in their face. And I mean, Alabama's not going to be intimidated, but it showed that Mississippi State wasn't either. Well, he did the same thing against LSU. Against LSU. You and see it, what it, happened. It worked in that game. You they, got to come State was in LSU's head in that game. Oh, yeah. You, but you're not going to get in Alabama's head. You have to come into every SEC ball game saying, this team's not going to punk me out. We We belong on this field. We belong with this team. We have four stars on our team. We have talent on our team. Yeah. We have good coaches. You have to approach every single SEC game that way. And if you don't, if you get off the bus saying, you know, this is Alabama, if you have the mindset of a lot of us, a lot of fans, you're going to lose a lot of games. It's not We're not the ones that should be dictating how you play or how you coach. Yeah, the, the, That should be something that is it, – it's not our fault – you know, if you don't perform that way, that's something that has to be formed within a program. Dan Mullen went to LSU in 2014 and said they don't know what's about to hit the field. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi State was blowing LSU out of Tiger Stadium until they let off the gas. But that's the kind of mindset you have to have going into those kind of games. That's how you get upsets. That's how you beat teams like Alabama and LSU. And if you don't have that mindset, there's going to be games where you get embarrassed like we saw against LSU earlier this year. So State's got to flip that script. And I would go another, I go a little further than you even, Robbie, and tell you that when you're Mississippi State and you're the big underdog playing Alabama, you should be, you should be loose as you can be. Yeah, you, you should, should be absolutely be loose. Nothing to lose. We're going we're, we're gonna to talk some smack. What do we care? If we get beat, we're supposed to get beat. But it, let's go out there and make it a, a contest. You know? Plus you're sitting here at, at 0-2 in the league. Everybody says you're going to lose this game. There's really nothing to lose now. I mean, you're not going to win the SEC West. So what 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 are you doing? Just go out there and play like, you know, the game is an exhibition game, which is it's kind of hard to do that when you have Alabama on the other end, but mm. same time, I mean, they they've got to be able to come into this game on Saturday with the kind of that loose atmosphere in the locker room and see what happens. Get, if and then, you're Will Rogers, go out there and start chunking around like you did against South Carolina. That, and, and to kind of tie this all together, Robbie, Arnett doesn't strike me as the kind of coach that would promote the loose, laid-back atmosphere. Yeah. I always thought that was why I was surprised by with Leach. Like I felt like he would have been like, guys, you know, we're going to go out there and just play and it's going to be okay. 
and his teams mentally were just seize up against Alabama. So maybe, maybe, maybe a different approach, maybe a different result. Not, not, not maybe. I don't think it's going to be a win, but maybe a, a more competitive football game. That state needs to be competitive with Alabama. That you, you need to show signs of life this Especially week. Especially this team, this yeah. Alabama team. I, that's that's why I feel so weird about the South Carolina game. It's not a game that you should be happy about because you lost. Mm-hmm. But again, you're on the road in the SEC. The point spread was basically it basically hit. So there really wasn't any anything that I took away from that game outside of the defense that was you know I think State is a worse team. So there were some good things that I took away from that. You need to do that again this week. We all expect Mississippi State to lose this game, and if they win, then it's a it's a, a fantastic win for the Bulldogs. But if they lose, you at least want to see this team stepping forward. Mm-hmm. You want to see offense scoring points against Alabama, which it doesn't do. You want to see the defense getting stops, getting Milrow into trouble, forcing turnovers, being competitive. Have this game be, you know, 10 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Seven points in the fourth quarter. Can you be in position in the fourth quarter? To where it's not an empty stadium by you know the ten minute mark in the fourth, right? Where everybody's back in the junction right. or out of here, right? You got to be able to give the fans something that they can hang on to for this team moving forward, or you're going to have Western Michigan twenty five thousand people in the stands, exactly. Which so might happen anyway. Might happen anyway. We'll see. That's a good game, by the way. Kickoff at eleven a.m. They have announced that uh, earlier today. I'm All excited. Right. Yeah. Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Guys, if you do want to do a brisket this weekend on a Saturday, you've got literally all day to do it. You don't even have to get up that early to have that thing ready for kickoff That's from right. Mississippi State, Alabama. You start that thing at like 8 a.m. You're or something. good. You're good. 12 hours, you're good. Uh, but guys, no matter what you're cooking this weekend, Beef needs to be on the menu. When you're cooking out, when you're firing up the grill, beef is what you want to throw on there. Hit up your local meat markets, your grocery stores, and your uh, your butcher shops and get some red meat on the grill this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. Guys, it's just this simple. If you want great food, you go to Two Brothers. And it's not just barbecue. Don't don't you know? Although the barbecue is fantastic, but when you've got stuff like the prime rib sandwich and and uh, the smoked wings and everything else, I mean, it, there's a lot more going on there. Their tacos, they got some seafood on the menu. They got they got their sides or their sides are really good. Like their the pork belly mac and cheese. That's one of my favorite sides in the city of Starkville. So you have a great time and a great meal every time you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. And don't forget the they are a bulldog initiative business. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have done that for 48 years. They've stayed open because they take care of their customers, and and you know that that's the case because no business that takes care of their customers week in and week out goes out of business. So simple as this, guys. If you need technology, you give them a call, and then if something goes wrong, which inevitably it will, it's a machine. You just call them back, and they'll come fix it for you. A lot of times they'll do it the same day because they're in Mississippi, just like you are. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. <clears throat> the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's where your next polo or pullover needs to come from. Great looking shirts, great styles, great name brands, and the logos that you guys want. So, for the state script, the M over S, or the interlocking, hit up the Rogue today. If you haven't seen their Collegiate Collection, check it out. 
Store is in Jackson, or you can shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. No non-conference games this weekend, Robbie. All the games being played are SEC games, and uh, you remain two games behind, but I, I feel like we might have some uh, some differences this week, so let's just get into it. We should. The games are getting more this unpredictable. Is, this, is the, this is the way. Here we go. 11 a.m. kick over on ESPN. Uh, number 22, Florida. Heads to Kentucky to undefeated Kentucky. We talked about that. We said Kentucky should be 4-0 when they play this game against Florida. Florida, you know, coming off of a great win over Tennessee, really lackluster in that win over Charlotte on on uh, on Saturday night. Kentucky's kind of had the edge in this series lately. It's at Kentucky. I'm leaning towards the Wildcats here. I think I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna go with Kentucky at home. I don't know what Kentucky is. I don't. I don't. That, that's that's my dilemma here. And Florida, you know, they they've looked good at home, but how are they going to react to going on the road now? First SEC game, and right. Kroger Field's turned into a tough place to play. I mean, it's not easy to go up there and play. Oh, I just, oh my goodness, I do not know what to do with Kentucky. They played nobody, so you you really have no idea if they're right. good or not. And they haven't been completely haven't been, overly impressive. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go Kentucky as well, just because ah. I don't believe in Florida. Okay, I'm surprised. I thought that might be one you. you I won. just I, I I don't believe in Florida. Kentucky's actually won every every game they've played so far, so yeah. I have no reason to not believe in them at this okay. point. But okay. I'm you know we'll see after this week. Yeah, about both teams. All right, in Dallas, I guess in Arlington technically at the Cowboys Stadium, Texas A&M and Arkansas. A&M has dominated this series. I think Arkansas has won once in the last seven years since they moved this game uh, into into uh, Jerry Jones' world. I think it's going to be another win for the Aggies, but what do you say? Yeah, I'm going there too. Right, we both take the Aggies. I, um, Connor Wagman's out. Max I Johnson think, looked really good, though. Yeah, that, that's that's my Played point. Played big. I've seen some people talking about I've talking. I've seen some people talking about like. They're really going to struggle with him out. I don't think so. Max Johnson looked fine. Looked they actually fantastic. offense picked up when against he came a better in. defense. Auburn is much better defensively than Arkansas is. Yeah, I don't think Texas A and M is as bad as people want they're them to good, be. But they're not terrible. And listen, I've been the I've been the biggest Texas A and M is a fraud person yeah. out there. I just don't think that this team is as bad as people want them to be. Yeah, I think I people I want this to be a train wreck. I want it to be a train wreck. I would I love if that happened. But they're super talented. Their defensive line is dominant. Yeah, I watched a lot of that Auburn game. They just destroyed Auburn up they did. front. They did. I think this is going to be a problem for Arkansas. I don't think Arkansas is good on defense. I can't take Arkansas until Rocket Sanders is healthy. Either. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's I don't, that's I don't a know when he's going to be back. But they are missing him big time. Yeah, and I mean, they could be undefeated. They had a, they, they had, had a really good game against LSU, which they usually play well against them. Yeah, if they don't start winning some games. That game next week in Oxford with Ole Miss is massive for both because they're both going to be coming off of losses again. So yeah, I mean they're about to be Arkansas two and be three, two and three, two and three, and you got Ole Miss, Arkansas, and MSU in three straight I mean, weeks yeah. after that. Yeah, it's oh. tough. So we're both Ooh. taking the Aggies here. I assume we'll both go with the Bulldogs in the latest rendition of the Deep South's oldest rivalry as Georgia travels to to, to Auburn and Brother Hugh playing the hits today. Talking oh, about yeah. got to play out of love and not hate. How did that work out for you here in Mississippi, Hugh? Try, trying to uh, to warm up to Kirby Smart. A you know what bit. Hugh loves? 
A good massage? Uh, well, I, I just wanted to see if you were going to like say, don't say it. But. Hey, the, the funniest thing about that, and every time he says something in a press conference, is seeing the old Miss people come out and like, this is ridiculous. And these same people were getting yeah, mad at people calling it, it out. it up like mother's milk. And Auburn will do the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I'm calling it. Oh, yeah, so, agree. yeah, I'm going with Georgia in this yeah. one. Uh Suddenly ranked number twenty three Missouri at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is really bad. We Wretched. misjudged them. Wretched. Are, are they? Are they just missing Mike Wright? Is that what that is? Should they have it kept Mike be. Wright and been like, "Hey, you can be the starting quarterback"? Could be because they're they're just not good. I, I got Mizzou here, and Mizzou has not been. I mean, that Kansas State game is is saving them right now from yeah. from me being this is an absolute fraud of a team because. You realize they're going to they beat... barely beat Middle Tennessee. Yeah. They barely beat Memphis. Yeah. And now they got Vandy. So they're going to be 5-0 and hosting LSU next week. Yeah. And that'll 11... be probably college game day or something. I don't... At, at an 11 a.m. game. first LSU's first trip to Columbia, I believe. Or maybe not their first, but first one, have... first one not in COVID. Because I think they played there in the COVID year. They have a legitimate chance to, after this week... Mm-hmm. Only win one more game. Yeah, but at the same time, chance. they might win eight. They could, very well could, so. but I doubt right. it. We'll both take the Tigers there. Yeah. Speaking of the Tigers, I can't believe LSU is only a three-point favorite over Ole Miss. I don't, I don't know surprising. what's going on there. It's because it's at home. That's a fishy line. You'll hear more about that on Sports Talk Mississippi today on Tuesday. Uh, I get that it's at home, but Ole Miss is not. Ole Miss is now two and six in their last ga- eight games against Power Fives. Ole Miss is definitely window dressing. Yeah, they are definitely window. Which and Judkins is just. I mean, we've not spotted good. this from the beginning. We had them six, seven wins. I, I mean, I just five. they're gonna lose. I, so far, they have beaten one team that I think is good. And that is Tulane. Yeah, without their starting Being quarterback, who's a though, Heisman yeah. candidate. Yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech is better, but they're still not a good they're team. Mid. And then Mercer. I mean, what mm-hmm. do we do? So I, you know, I don't think in their offense right now against good defenses, it's not good. Not good. You can't it's run the football. It's not going to be able to get it done. Yeah. They always they only scored one touchdown against Alabama. Yeah. And to me, that's kind of a red flag. Yeah. Uh, I know Bama is is really good on defense, but everybody talking about this, but, this I mean, offense. You're, you're they Ole Miss. Move the you're ball. an offensive team. Kiffin's an offensive coach. Right. And he can't do any. Yeah. And this LSU defense, to me, uh, is They're right so there with Alabama yeah. as far as defensively I mean, up front. Ole Miss has had trouble protecting Dart, and now here comes Harold Perkins. Yeah. So, so it's going to be tough to, to yeah. run the football. I think LSU is more likely to win by like 17 than anything else. The thing that made Ole Miss so dangerous last year mm-hmm. is they were the best rushing team in the SEC. They're not doing it this year. And that would open things up for the yeah. passing game. Yeah, well, not. now you can't open up the passing game as yeah. much. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think LSU wins by a touchdown or so. All right. Last chance here. If you want to differ up. South Carolina at Tennessee. So we talked about the you know the state had the LSU, South Carolina, Alabama. Here's the little end of it for South Carolina. Georgia, State, Tennessee. They're at Tennessee this weekend. Who do you like? I'm going with Tennessee. Yeah. I'm, I just don't think South Carolina is very good. I think that they have a great quarterback. and It's, it's kind of unfortunate for them. Um, that they have a quarterback that's this talented and they just don't have the bodies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they either have the talent and it's too young or some of their best players are out and that's affecting them. They're really banged up up front. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, but 
give credit to Spencer Rattler and the guys that are in there for gutting it through and finding a way to win last week, but I don't think they do it this week. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'll take the volunteers to win that. So another week of Robbie and I with me in the uh, two-game advantage. Yeah, start. You got to have to start just making some. You're going to end up on rivalry weekend taking Georgia Tech to beat Georgia and Florida to, to beat Florida point. State. It's great. You're going. I was letting it all hang out in the first week, and yeah. now I'm playing it safe. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, tomorrow's the rumblings. You know what to do. Send us your questions. We'll be happy to answer them. We'll have plenty of great content for you this week as Mississippi State gets ready to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.